Hello and welcome to Balance City with your host, me, moi, Danielle. We're going to talk all about the juicy stuff, about relationships, about business, about mental health, all the things when it comes to the journey of life, right? And what you'll see along the way is no one's perfect. We all have our shit, (laughs) to be frankly honest. And I am so thankful that you're here to be on this journey with me. And I'm going to have some epic guests sharing their story. And I just cannot wait to get this started. So let's go. Welcome, welcome back. I am so excited that you guys are here. And today I have a pretty epic human on the pod today. And I mean, I say this every time, but we met on Clubhouse, which again, if you are not on the app, you need to get up on there because there's some incredible people on there. This guy's name is Danny and his story is pretty, pretty inspiring. And I can't wait to share him with you all. So Danny, I'm going to pass you the mic, give a little intro, and then we'll get right to it. Yeah. I mean, where do you want me to start? Yeah. Um, I guess from like when you were a baby to now. <laughs> do you want me to talk about the light that I saw when I when I when I came out my mom? Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I I I I um let's let's just start where you know we could start where um uh, you know I've been on I've been on my own since I was 14. Mm. Uh, you know, broken home. My parents split up when I was five and, uh, you know, that, that was real hard. Um, you know, I had a, I had a stepfather at the time right afterwards and like right after they split, put, put a lot of like structure in the house and, um, you know, learned, learned a lot of discipline, learned, learned a lot of great things from him. Um, he, 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 he died, uh, like four years ago, we found Mm -hmm. out, but, um, he, uh, he ended up staying with my mother about 10 years. And after that, everything went downhill because I didn't have that discipline anymore. You know, my father mm-hmm. was, 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 was traveling a lot constantly to South. He's, he's, he's in, my, I come from a family of business people. You know, my, uh, my uncle was, uh, he just retired. He was VP of Exxon Mobil. Um, my, uh, my father's work with some of the largest companies in the world. And, you know, I, uh, for me, I was the, I was the mess up, you know, I, uh, I was, mm-hmm. I was the one that you can say nobody really wanted to have around them okay. because again, I, I, you know, w- when you're on the, when you're on the brinks of being on your own and not really having anybody to turn to, cause nobody's really around, you end up wanting to be around people that are in similar scenarios as you, cause you yeah. fit in the best with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So ended up hanging around with the wrong crowd and, and next thing you know, led to drugs, a lot of problems. I almost joined like two different gangs and a uh, lot of, lot of issues. Um, I mean, I did every drug you name in a book except shoot up, never shot up. But I, I was, I was, I was going nowhere fast. Mm-hmm. And until I found the sport of boxing when I got, after I got sent away to a program. And, um, I mean, I had been, like I said, I mean, Pat, be, before that I had, I had, I mean, I've been shot at, I've been stabbed. Um, I actually, when I was 15, 
uh, I was in a coma for two days because I got rushed to the hospital from an overdose on alcohol. I drank myself on an empty stomach. Um, and, uh, they had a, they had to use the paddles to bring me back. And, uh, two days I was in a coma. So, I mean, there's a lot of stories there, but I'm just trying to give you like the faster version. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, went straight to, um, uh, went straight to the gym after I got out of that program because my father used to box in the army. He's a, he's a he's a Vietnam vet, and you know he, he used to always try to you know get me to go into the right direction when he was around or when he was when he was able you know because like I said he was traveling a lot for business. And um, uh, the moment I stepped moment I stepped in the gym, fell in love with the sport, and from that moment it became my career. Uh, after after a few years of, of really getting into it and being around the right people and, and being around nothing but world champions and, 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 and making sure to put myself in those scenarios, then yeah, became my career. And that's what I did for the next 18 years. I mean, I want to take a breather for a second because I mean, because I've, I've just known you as yeah, the, 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 the boxer and, you know, getting into the Grant Cardone, the 10 X community. So that's how I know you because of the app and how, you know, I didn't, I've never known this story. And that's why the beauty of being a podcast host and being able to have these interactions and these interviews, which really getting into the nitty gritty and understanding this person. So I want to take a moment to acknowledge your story because it, yeah, you're, you've, you've gone so far, you've accomplished already so much. And so let's talk about this boxing thing for a sec, because you're getting back into the ring, right? You, 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 you backed out for a while, right? And now you're, yeah. you're getting back into well, it. I didn't, so, I didn't back out. I, I, I stopped. I mean, I had, right, a, I right. had a trans. So like my whole thing was like, as I've been, I've had my company now almost a little over 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been in business 12 and, um, you know, as I've grown it, I mean, I have over a hundred people that work for me now. I mean, as you know, I'm, I'm partners with Grant among yep. other businesses and, 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 and I, I work with some of the largest companies in the world and re- relationships with them. And, uh, you know, as, as you grow, you take on more responsibility and then you're also being held accountable because like me being aligned with the people that I'm aligned with, I have to lead by example. Mm -hmm. So like when I'm on interviews like this, or when I'm talking to people or when I'm running sales meetings for other businesses and so forth, they look at me as an example and I need to be there for them because I need to hold myself accountable. You understand? Mm-hmm. So when, when that being said, I had to take that exit from the sport at the time because I couldn't focus my attention on two things. My manager and I sat down and he was like, look, you know, I don't want to see you get hurt in there. Cause people, people get hurt in there. You, oh. you have people that, I die. mean, yeah, like, of course. No, yeah. Yeah. There's no, like, like people like to look at it where it's, it's fun to watch, but they don't understand like the mindset and the, mm-hmm. and the grit that we put in there where like everything there's a, there's a switch that goes off where it's just, we just want to hurt. Mm. Like we just want to run through whoever's in front of us. And then afterwards it's like, okay, you know, fight's over, let's hug it out. And we got each other's respect. But you know, before that it's, 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 you know, it's that killer be killed mentality. Literally you have people that die in there. They don't come out. Right. So I sat down with my trainer and that, or uh, my manager. And that's what, we talked about it. He was like, look, you need to either put a hundred percent in or you need to step away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I, I can't, I can't any longer put a hundred percent in it is because I have so much responsibility with my company. 
and everything I'm doing in the business world. So, you know, that's why I had to separate. But now, like, I'm just doing one more. It's not my career. It's just one more because I, I never had that last final farewell goodbye, which which kind of like left a like that sense of that itch. emptiness. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you know that's 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 what I'm doing now. And are you at a point like in in your career where you were like, okay, I'm I'm kind of I'm stable, so I'm able to go back to this? Is that how you made that decision, or it was just no, like? I mean, didn't no, okay. it's never, it's never going to be, it's, it's, it, I mean, uh, not anytime soon. Like it's right. not going to be like that. Right. I mean, you know, it, it, it takes time to be able to step away from things, mm-hmm. uh, which, which I always talk to people about having, when, when they have businesses and so forth, it, it, it takes a while for you to create something as turnkey as you'd like to create it. it. It's not, it's not, it doesn't happen as fast as a lot of people think. Which is why when people say they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to build a business and then I'm going to just retire," it's not as easy as you as you think. You no. know, it, t- it takes a bit of time. You have to build something, and so where I'm at now, it's just I'm just going to force it into my schedule mm. and and make time to train. It's not like I'm fighting, you know, ten or twelve rounds. So you know, I'll probably do. So you're so you're eight, saying like you're rounds. not you're not going to be fighting Rocky anytime soon? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a but movie. What? I'm the real. I'm the real deal. <laughs> right, I was going to say, Danny there's no actors here. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of process is that like? Like, what kind of training? Because it's it's extensive, right? Like, it's it's pretty extensive to get prepped for to fight. Yeah, we got three hour sessions, training mm-hmm. twice a day, uh, running you know six seven miles. Um, everything like I. I work out every day. Like, mm-hmm. well, I was work. I was working out every day up until now, up until the point of now. Okay. And uh, now everything just needs to increase. Like I would normally run about two miles in the morning, you know, wake up 6am, mm-hmm. um, run two miles, come back, do my sit-ups. I did about 300 sit-ups a day. Um, you know, my push-ups and shadow box a little bit just to stay sharp. And then that's it. Now it's back to the way things once were, which is 900 sit-ups a day, six to seven miles, you know, doing sprints during the week and then going to the gym, actually going to the gym now, which I was trying to stay away from the gym, but, uh, cause I didn't want to get that itch, but eventually I, but that's what happened. That, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what happened. So when is your, when, is, when is your exact like match when like, I don't you know. Have when, a I don't know when I'm fighting. No, okay. we don't have a date yet. I, I just okay. need a, like everybody's been saying, you know, like when you're in a sport, you know, like first, first step is you got to get in shape and not, mm-hmm. not like re- regular shape, fight shape. Mm-hmm. So like, that's, that's, that's where my mind's at right now. I'm not like, I, I just want to get in there, get in shape. And then we can start talking about dates, opponents, Potential, right. Mm-hmm. right. And then locations, uh, as far as that. So, so I kind of now I want to transition into, cause I mean, I've heard you speak on clubhouse, especially with the whole sales realm and you're, yeah. you're good. You're, you're good at what you do. I mean, you know, especially when I was sitting in Mark's room with you and I was just listening to you navigate a situation and I'm okay. Okay. I see him. So kind of talk about how you even kind of got into that realm, got into sales, got into the 10X community, being partnered up with Grant Cardone and all that. Yeah. So um, I, uh, 
So I, ha- I have my consult. My I have a I have a business consulting firm. Okay, mm-hmm. so we scale companies. Now we offer over twenty different services, where we we focus on four categories, which are the core areas of a business, mm-hmm. which is sales, marketing, people, because there's people within the, every organization. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the structure of it is it the structure of the company itself, right? Now, by us focusing on those four core areas, that's where we implement the uh, over 20 services that we offer to businesses. So whether they it's a, it, whether they already have certain things in place and we're adding on top or whether they don't have anything at all, we're having to put in. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I started this back. My first company was in the music industry because like as I was so as I was fighting. I, I was also doing club promotions with, I mean, we had one of the hottest promotion companies down here in Miami. Um, and we would book the artists to come in and we, we, we started creating like a massive following where we would go from club to club. So we would have like five, four or five, sometimes six nights a week that we would be at different places and the crowd would follow us where we go. Mm, Right. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, in addition to that, we were booking artists and mainly in hip hop. So like we were booking at that time, all the big names, like, you know, I mean, I knew Pitbull when he was like just coming out on the radio and putting his mixtapes out and we mm-hmm. used to hang out and trick daddy and Rick Ross and, you know, all these, all, all, all these guys from down here in Miami. I mean, Rick Ross took him 15 years to get his first hit. And then he, he had between Diddy and, 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 and Jay-Z they were both wanting him, and then obviously Diddy ended mm-hmm. up taking him under his wing on, on 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 the management side, and then you know the rest is history. But um, I mean that 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 was here down in the Miami scene, and my whole thing was you know I'm an up and coming fighter, you know I'm amateur at the time, mm-hmm. and I was doing interviews and everything because like I said I was around nothing but world champions, and that was right. what my main focus was. Right, I was like I wanted to be around the best because I knew the best would bring the best out of me. I can't be, I can't be the best if I'm not around the best, if I'm not right. learning from the best. Right. Yeah. So like, that's the gyms that I sought out to look for where, you know, I found myself in one gym, every single person in the gym was signed with Don King at the time. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, I start. I started working with, uh, with who I'm working with now, my old trainer, George Rubio. Um, and, uh, he, you know, we, we started working and, um, uh, I, was still doing the club promotions at the time. And, um, actually, no, I'm sorry. Let me rewind a bit. That was before George. So this was during my amateurs. Cause George, I got with during my pro career. Right. Okay. So during the amateurs, I mean, I was just bouncing gym to gym and that's where I found my, my strength and conditioning trainer. He's like one of the best in the world. Uh, uh, Nelson Rodriguez. Now I was working with him and, uh, we, um, you know, I, I, I was, I was training and then the rest of the time we were doing the promotions. That was my job. So I would get in and start, you know, I mean, when you're in the industry and you start, you know, working with people and so you you tend to get to know, you know, one person that knows another person and so forth. So I started building connections like that. Right. And then I started building relationships with the artists that we would book. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to deal with the management. I want to deal with the artists. Yeah. Like I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to 
take some of that recognition, but also see what it is that we can do together. It wasn't only about, okay, what could you do for me? Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's where I built the strongest relationships. So, you know, fast forward, great relationships. I mean, we're hanging out. It's not like we're just taking pictures and, 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 and hanging out in clubs, popping bottles. I mean, I'm going to their houses. We're talking about stuff. They're like, you know, when you do this, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw some stuff behind you. We can endorse you. We can sponsor you. And like, that's how relationships were built from there. Right. Mm-hmm. Fast forward. Okay. Fast forward. Now I'm in my boxing career. I got tremendous amount of relationships that I built in the music industry. So what was my first business? It was in the music industry. Mm-hmm. So, and, and plus I, I, when I was younger, I played five instruments by ear before I learned how to read music. Oh, wow. So yeah. So like it's, it's in my blood. So like, I just took the connections and I was like, actually I was in an RV. We're at, uh, at Steven at, at, uh, at, well, the Marley's because they're like family. So mm-hmm. we were at, we were at their event down here in Miami, the mile the, at that, at that time it was the nine mile fest and we were there and, um, I was in, I was back in, in, in the RV and a photographer came up and, you know, he just so happened to be this, the stepson of, of the manager of, 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 of the Marley. So, you know, one thing led to another. He was like, look, I got a media company. I'm getting ready to, you know, like really push out. And I'd love to see, you know, about like doing like some, something in the music, like music wise. Mm. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, yeah, like, like a record label. And I was like, well, shoot, I'll just get on the phone and I'll just start reaching out to people that I know we can make this happen. He was like, well, I'll put you in charge of that and you can take care of that. We'll partner up. So that was the launch of that. And then I ended up, you know, going off on my own with that, had another partner and we, you know, we built it up, um, you know, had a few artists, but I, I didn't like the idea of having to depend on other people because when you're in that industry, and I've said this many times, when you're in the industry, there's a reason why you have the bigger labels where they sign so many artists, they call them stables, right? Okay. So they have a lot of artists, like I'm talking about thousands, but you don't hear about all the thousands. You only hear about five or six or 10 or 15. That's actually with that label. The reason for it is because it's a numbers game. They sign yeah. a bunch of people mm-hmm. and they know at the end of the day, it's not only going to be about the talent. It's going to be how hard these people are going to work to get our attention, to build an audience so we could put some money behind them and we could really blow them up. And that's what ended up happening, you know, with what I had going on, except I didn't have a big, you know, we didn't have a big budget like that. I mean, we had, we had some money, like we were, we were pumping in some money. Like we had a record, uh, uh, we had a contract that we put together, uh, for a, for a talent search. It was one of the biggest ones down here. It was like almost like an American idol and, uh, was for a $450,000 recording contract. And, um, we were going to, we we're going to have a, a show based off of that. Cause I have an, I had another friend where she was partnered up with a TV network where she had an entire slot where we were going to go inside of that. So like, there was a lot of big things that we were doing. Like I said, you can only imagine like the people that I met and, and built relationships with and so forth. But again, depending on the artists and depending on the other people I didn't like, because I wanted to be in control for the fact that I knew that if I put the work in, it was going to be successful. Mm-hmm. But no matter how much work we put in or how much money we would dump in there, if if the artist didn't show up, if the artist didn't do what was necessary, everything was that's it. nothing. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So I was like, all right, the hell with this. And that's where I started the company mm-hmm. I have now, which was mainly for the entertainment space. But then I saw, I was like, all right, let me pump the brakes on that. Let's start working with companies. And for a while, my father didn't want to get involved because he didn't know anything about that. He knew business mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. corporate world. 
And then when I talked to him about what, you know, what I had planned out, he was like, all right, let's, let's, you know, I'd love to jump behind you and, and, and see what I, what way I could support you, which now he's the VP of my company. But, um, you know, that, that, that's how all that started. And then, so, you know, we went from, you know, having consulting to marketing to, you know, uh, uh, one, one by one, adding on different services, trying to solve different problems for businesses. And then we turned in now and then partnering up with companies and, and, and using the momentum of, of, of who I knew and what I learned. And, you know, I started shifting gears instead of being more towards in the entertainment industry, I started shifting gears more towards the corporate world and being Mm -hmm. around successful people there and you're leveraging names and all of that. And, you know, I would say within a course of 12 years, it's compressed time. I mean, I, 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 you can consider the last 12 years I've been in business as, as if I was in business for about 25 years, just from the level of people I've been around, uh, you know, grant being one, but I mean, Mm -hmm. I've, 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 you know, I was around three other billionaires in the last 12 years. So a couple other questions that I have for you, because, you know, you're sharing all this, but, and where you came from until now, have you ever, you know, looked at yourself in the mirror and just like taking those moments and like, well, I'm like proud of me. I'm proud of myself from where I came. I'm, I'm very hard on myself, Danielle. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely hard on myself. I, I, I work 18 hour days, seven days a week. Yeah. And that came from, that came from my, you know, you could say the discipline that I, I mean, we're not talking about something that I did for five years. We're talking about something. Yeah. You know, I just turned 38 last week or week and a half ago. And I did this for 18 years. So like it was, it was, I mean, extreme. Yeah. Like other sports come to our sport to get in shape. Like that, 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 I mean, that, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that speaks, it's that speaks for itself, yep. you know? So like you take that, that, that level of intensity and then you shift it over to a business or anything else. And you could just imagine like my level of think and the way that I look at things and the way that I operate. And, and my level of com- competitiveness, like I, I don't look to go out and win. I look out to go out and destroy. Mm. So like when I'm like in my, like in business, like with everything we offer, we are the best. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, there's, there's, there's no question. There's no, comp- built, there's no competition. What I've built, there's competitors. I don't worry about them. Right. Cause I know what we have is the best. Right. And the people that I'm partnered with, are the best period. Mm. So like there is, I tell, I tell this to people all the time in a pitch or whatever, like there are no other like programs or anything else out there that's being offered in the marketplace today that could compare to the high of a result that we offer to people in as fast of a time frame. There is nothing else out there. And I mean, because even before we got on the Zoom, you were like, I've, I've been on Zooms all day. I've been on meetings and whatever. But it's, I want to just like, it's so important to, though, to celebrate those moments of wins. Because like, just look at where you came from, though, Danny. Like, you, you came from this point that was rock bottom to where you are now. So just take that moment to be proud of yourself because you just, I'm, you deserve it. I'm proud. I'm proud. Mm-hmm. I hear what mm-hmm. you're saying. I'm proud and mm-hmm. I recognize it but mm-hmm. I don't have time to sit for too long. You know, we call that like we used to call like, I mean, used to, I'm, 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 I'm back in. <laughs> we call that it. We call that admiring your work. Right. Mm-hmm. So like when we're in the gym 
and like let's say we're sparring <clears throat> let's say we're sparring and we throw like a good like a, a nice little combination or we land a good shot if you admire your work too much you get countered because you're appreciating so much the nice shot that you landed that you're not you're not you're not conscious of what's about to hit you mm, okay so i admire when the fight's done you understand? I see. I see where you're going with it. Yeah. So, no, like, I right now, my mindset is forward. Like, I'm, 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 I'm looking. I'm looking at. Um, I'm looking at. What's another word for breakpoint? I'm looking at. Um, I'm looking at milestones. Miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Okay. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. You see. So yeah. like, I'm, I'm in the middle of a milestone right now. I don't mm. have time to admire my work and appreciate my work. I'm too, I'm too forward and I'm, I'm, I'm too focused on, on the forward side. I see where you're coming from. I do. I do. And, and no, I'll, I'll, I appreciate that a hundred percent. No, I see. Cause like, yeah, I have, I, I, I do that too. So I, I see where you're going with it for sure. Um, now my, one of my last questions for you before we kind of round this whole thing out is with everything that you ha- like happened in your life and with all your accomplishments and what have you, if you ever wrote a book, right? What would the title of your book be? It, it'd be something in the in in the realm of like of like boxing, mm. probably. Like like because it's so relatable. Mm-hmm. Which is what you know. I didn't answer your question. That's what drew me to 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 Grant. Like I uh-huh. like yeah. a lot of a lot of a lot of people don't understand. Like, uh, like we had training. Like we had, like I had, I had, you know, I started codifying and starting to understand sales itself, right? Mm-hmm. Like just breaking things down, like kind of like I'm very analytical. Like I'll look at something and I'll just, I'll, 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 I'll you know, I'll try to break it, break it apart. As far as even when I'm talking to people, that's how I'm able to yeah. figure people out so fast. Like when we're on Clubhouse, like I know who's making money and I know who's not. And yeah. that normally happens within about three minutes. Because you can, I can read pretty them. much read people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, like, I had a lot, like we had, uh, I think it was like a little over 460, like 463, 464 courses mm-hmm. that we had broken out. And um, I was looking for something that was more extensive to reach because we deal with companies globally. It's not just nationwide. So like I have customers in South America, Europe and so forth. And um, like I wanted to have something where it didn't require travel so much, like because it, it's just it's a it's a time killer. So I, uh, I, I started looking to work with companies because we don't really outsource. like I don't I don't outsource everything is partnership or I don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. Because I want to, I want to remember the control thing. I want to be in yeah. control of my customers. Mm-hmm. So, like a lot of people, are like, oh, you outsource? No, we don't outsource. Like, I have a direct partnership, or there's no deal at all. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care how big you are. I don't care how much money your company did. Doesn't matter. Because I, I want to be in control. Mm-hmm. So, um, I looked everywhere, and I mean, because I, I, I do research like that. Like, remember the obsessiveness. Yeah. So, like, I see something. And it's like, all right, let me start diving deep. So I would just spend countless time looking up companies, looking up this, looking up that for training, looking up this, looking up that everywhere. And I only wanted to deal with the best. So I was only looking at the best. 
And I couldn't find anybody out there that matched my core values, which was honesty, transparency, and straightforwardness. Mm. Because a lot of these techniques were mirror the customer, lie to the customer, say what it is that they want to hear to just get the deal, you know, play tricks and all this stuff. I didn't believe in that. That's not the way I was brought up in business. And that's not the way that I learned. And then like sitting in front of me the entire time was Grant. I mean, I've Mm -hmm. been studying Grant for the last seven years. And uh, three and a half years ago, uh, went to, uh, I was like, all right, like, let me dive a little deeper in this guy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love what he's saying. I'm, I'm, I'm studying everything resonates. And it's just, I did, I, I didn't, it, sometimes things don't just, they just hit you. You know right. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was, so went to one of his events and then I brought my VP, my father with me. And I asked him, I said, what do you think of him? And he was like, I like him. And I said, I want to partner with him. And he said, go for it. And I said, all right, I'm going to see what we can do. And I started making calls and, and you know, meeting people. And one thing led to another. And my partner and I, and um, that was that. And I, I just want to hope the listeners that are listening to this just heard what you said. Because, like, it's so easy to, you know, say, I want, I want to connect with so-and-so. Because, like... I love what they're saying. I love that they're the way they're building a business and I want to collaborate with them, but it's another to actually do the work and connect with them. And they, a lot of people are nervous to do that, you know, cause they're, they're, they're afraid of the rejection or they're afraid of that no factor, but you already had that mission of I'm going to get him. Like, I'm just like, there, there's going to be that connection there. And there's going to be that collaboration. We're going to work together. So I hope that people that are listening are like understanding that the, it's the drive and it's the possibility that if you can, if you start doing it and you don't like to have that fear of doing it, that connection is going to happen. It's just going to happen. And what's the worst that could happen is say no. Well, the wor- the, 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 the problem with the fear thing is the confidence, right? Mm-hmm. So people, people, yep. people, what a lot of people do is they, um, they allow their lack of confidence to ruin opportunities instead of building the confidence up and building Mm -hmm. the confidence up comes with knowing what it is that you have that you can actually offer. Right. So I see a lot of times that we see that on clubhouse, like, you know, you have a lot of people they'll go in and they try to ask for things and they try to connect with people, but it's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. I want to connect with you for, for, for what? Mm. Like I I get messages all the time. I don't even check them all, but they're like, I want to connect with you. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Like what? Like what's? What are we connecting for? Like what are we going to have? Like give me, give me, give me the details. Like give me some. Yeah. Something. <laughs> you know, and then and then and then when they do give details, it's like three pages long, and I'm like, I don't have time to read that. Like no. I, 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 I don't, I don't have time to read all of that. And and it's like you know, I mean, the best thing I could say is the, and this is great advice. I mean, it's just building your confidence up. Because I know what I have, I know what my abilities are, I know what my strengths are, I know what my weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. So, and I know how to leverage that to get what it is that I want. Um, and and I'm honest about it, you know. And that's why, you know, I don't like I'll hop on interviews like this, and I don't. I, it's like I told you from the beginning, I don't need a structure. We just roll. You're like I got this. I, yeah. Anybody can ask mm-hmm. me anything, and I'll be transparent and straightforward about it. Mm. I don't need to plan things out. I don't need a, you know, I mean, if it's a, if, if it's a, if it's a speaking engagement, then yeah, I mean, you, you want to plan right. out as far as practicing what it is. So that way you could get it right. And you could get your words in. 
Yeah. When it's a when it's a when it's a setting like this, no, I want people to be able to ask me anything, and I think that's the way that you gain the best, the, the most trust from people. And I 100%. think a lot of times, right? Yeah, people, 100%. people are, you know, people are so afraid to say certain things, and I'm just like, I don't give a damn. I've been in the spotlight. Remember, I mean, mm-hmm. since I was 17, I've been around like celebrities and some of the most successful people. So this is a this is a walk in the park for me. <laughs> Well, I, 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 I literally, I can tell that I can tell that, but it also, um, it, it shows your authenticity too and shows who you are. So, but lastly, so my listeners can connect with you and anything that you have going on. I'm going to put everything in the show notes. So like share all your links and all the things of ways that people can connect with you. Uh, I'll make it so easy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll make it so easy. They could go on Google. And they could just type my name in there and every single thing that they possibly want to know about me will pop up. I love it. I love it. And Danny, I just want to take I this got moment. over 20. I got over 20 years in there. So, so <laughs> by all means, <laughs> they'll, 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 they'll find it. They'll find you. <laughs> no, but I appreciate you. And I just want to tell you that the way I'm making these connections and building, like being able to have these interviews is because I'm really listening to the, the person that can feel who they truly are. And I want to honor you in that because the second I heard your voice on the app, I was like, I need to get to know him and he needs to share his voice with like my listeners and just, because I know you're real. I know you're a true person. So I want to just, I appreciate you and I can't wait to see like just the outcome of your journey and like where it's going to go because the, your trajectory is, is already going. So I'm just, I'm excited to, for you, for what's to come. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. That means a lot. Thank you. Of course. Of course. Well, if you guys love this episode, please tag the two of us. We'll share it on our, our socials. But again, Danny, thank you so much. No problem. Tell the audience to dry their tears up. I will, I will.